Greetings, Comic Sans linkers, Ditto spotters, Pikmin postcarders, and Wayfarer question interpreters, and welcome to the 13th episode of the Wayspotters podcast. Today we are joined by one of my local Wayfinders, Cow in a Suit. Alex, how's it going? How are you going? Who are you? Why are you here? What team are you? What resistance are you? Let's just learn all about you, and Jamal might have some other questions for you as well. Oh, Jamal's here as well. Say hi, Jamal. Hello, everybody. We're we're proud to be presented by the Pokemon Professor Network, and today is Lachlan. Didn't I just see you like earlier today or yesterday? Yesterday. The days all go together. Actually, for me, it was earlier today because it was around two a.m. Eastern time, and now it's ten p.m. Eastern time. So technically, well, it's we're in the you same now. Day. So by the time we're done recording, it will all be the third of April for us. Absolutely. And if my sister's Can't listening, happy birthday, sister. Happy birthday, sister. Cow in a suit. I, I'm, I'm really honored to have you on the show. You send me raids all the time from down under, and I pull the car over when I get a, a, a raid from cow in a suit. Yes, Jamal. I know you like getting stuff the day early, so when we get that new legendary, I send it on to you. Yes, I am oh, cow in a suit. I, I am Alex. I am a level 50 instinct trainer in Pokemon Go. I'm a level 10 resistance agent. In Inquis, and I have only just recently started playing Pikmin, and don't even know. I'm like level 20 in Pikmin, playing flowers just in the background while I'm playing Pokemon Go. You're blooming around. I'm blooming so, around. So, Jamal, have we had anyone who's not on Team Instinct yet? Defye, right? Yeah. Defye, okay. I think she's a dirty Mystic player. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe one day we'll bring on a Valor player. I don't know. If that, you're listening, that, that'll Ken, be, that'll be, that'll, yeah, I was going to say, that'll be the boss man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's just jump straight into it. As we said, Jamal and I have already spoken for about four hours in the last 24 hours. So we are well acquainted with what we've been up to this week. And hopefully you guys are as well. This should be going out to you guys in on the 10th of April. So happy 10th of April. Happy. Hope you enjoyed your Mudkip community days. If you're in down under or you would have just starting your Mudkip com day if you're in the Northern Hemisphere. So, And as you're listening to this on the 10th of April, Jamal and Jamal's family will be about to get on a plane to go to Cancun, Mexico. So I, was, I remember last year when you went to Cancun and you were just absolutely drunk the whole time. That was lovely. That um, was a fun that, Zoom call. That, that, that may or may not have happened. That may or may not. I, I may have been taking live tequila shots on the Zoom call. So, yeah. That we know free that's a free drinks. time to submit. Yes. <laughs> well, we get things approved that we shouldn't when we're drunk. So the first thing I wanted to talk about today was Niantic is hiring people to go around major cities to fix waste spot locations. So these are happening around America, mostly. And I wanted to get your thoughts on it. So most people who know me know that I'm, would, I move things. I want things to be in the correct location. And I, at this point, in some cases, I don't care if it moves Pokemon objects. So, there's been a lot of uproar from the Pokemon Go community in particular who are worried that their gyms might go missing. So, I will let Jamal start off with his thoughts on this and just let you think about it because we haven't given you much heads up on the topics today. Yeah. So, Lachlan, I think you know where I stand on this. I am fine with things being moved. I actually want things to be in the correct location, but there is so much subjectivity when it goes into that. And I think the example I gave you was three or four episodes back of my statue. 
The statue obviously has four sides. It's on a platform, and there's a statue on top. And the way it sits in the S2 cells, if you move it from one part of the statue to the other, it moves to a cell that's already occupied. Someone moved the pin when I submitted it, and they put the pin on the shadow, which was in an open cell. But I had something in process to go in that cell already. So I had to do a move request to move it to, to the other part of the statue, which it did. So I am fine with it moving. I just question anybody who's moving it. Do they know the intent of where I wanted it? Do they know why I wanted it on the front part of the statue? Because that's where the plaque was instead of the back part of the statue where there was another plaque, but it's not the main plaque that explains why the statue's there. That's my only cautionary tale I have for this whole thing is the, the people Niantic are hiring do not know the, the original intent of the submitter. I think a lot of these nominations, especially in New York, we had a couple members of our community just say, look, even Coach Kev brought up in our Patreon Discord how misplaced so much is in that city, like significantly because of the way nominations used to be back in the day where they grabbed the coordinates off the photo and made that the location. So there's a little bit of, you know, GPS signal and phone signals have improved over time, but I think yes. we're going to start seeing the results of New York and Tokyo by the end of this week because they're the ones that they're starting uh, this week in April as we're recording this and they hope to have most of that city done by the end of the month I think is the plan so yeah Alex what's what's your take on this I hope they thoroughly look into the wave spots there's plenty of wave spots in our city in Brisbane that you can't see as you're walking past them but they are there you just have to dig in you have to go inside a building and find it so I'm hoping they don't just see that it's not there and go oh well delete i think what the ingress agents sort of flagged and obviously we don't want to forget our ingress agents some of them were worried that niantic might drop portals that are you know heavily used in field plans or linking plans which i, I if they're in really hard to reach locations i highly doubt niantic's going to be the one to charter a flight to move this ingress portal two meters to the left but you know fields and links could drop and you know ingress players are really protective over their fields and their links and I think, you know, if, if they're moving it, is it going to recalculate their inclusion requirements? Because currently, a location edit only in Ingress will not recalculate its inclusion requirements for English, in English for Ingress. And for Pokemon Go, it depends on if the object's moving uh, into a different S2 environment, uh, whether it changes or checks its inclusivity agreements. But most of the time, a gym will just turn into a stop, even if it shouldn't be a stop in that cell. So I think... We're not going to see a huge removal of locations. I think it just might be some clustering that might have been a little bit too close. Might just get a little tweaked, but we'll have boots on the ground. I know Coach Kev will be reporting to us live from New York with what's been happening there. And if you do see stuff as you're listening to this that's happened in the last week or happens between now and when we you know, have our episode 15 with all of our patrons able to join us live, it would be great if you can just send through some examples of what you've seen and we'll definitely be keeping an eye on you know the forums and Reddit just to see what the, the take is on yep. that. But... You know, we, we talked my whole about thing is, yeah, my whole thing is, I just want to know what their criteria they're using. I'm just big on visibility. I'm just big on, on transparency. If, if something is in the wrong spot, by God, move it. If, mm. if, it's, if it's 30 meters, 20 meters, 10 meters off of the object, put it where it's supposed to be. Too but, many Lachlans. Yeah, too many Lachlans away. So I don't know. I just want to know what the criteria they're going to use. That, that's, that's my only thing. I think the other thing is 
I don't think historically they would have posted that they were doing this. I think it would just would have happened and people would be like, oh, okay, well, I guess that's yeah. happened. So I think that's for transparency's sake, this is really great that they've come out and said what they're hitting and where they're targeting first. And, you know, to say, look, once these are moved by us, we're going to lock location that's on those locations so they can't be maliciously moved again. And I think that's a great change that they're bringing that in, the ability to lock a location edit for locations, because historically, that was how a lot of abuse occurred. So... It's going to be interesting, and as they say, our world is constantly changing, and so too is our map. And I think that's sentiments that you share very much with them, Jamal. I do. Now, speaking of the map, Alex, how many way spots do you think you've added to the game? Oh, you can give a rough estimate. 200, maybe? Maybe a little 200. more? I love, a reasonable track. I, I like that. And how many reviews have you done? I have done just short of 9,000. I have done okay. 8,905. Closing on his Onyx Medal in Ingress. However, where would you normally say most of those nominations are? Are they city or are they out rural? I like to do rural nominations. I get to work with a greenfield site and just plaster away spots everywhere. So the blank map and do the Jamal where everything and anything. Pretty much. So, you, you say that like it's a bad thing. No, you it's say a good that thing. A, it's a good it's thing, It's a great Jamal. thing. A blank and, uh, map is like the most beautiful thing in the world. I know one of your super projects, as I'm going to call them, uh, was down in Yamber. It's a coastal town in New South Wales. And I had the privilege of joining you for just a weekend down there to get some nominations through. But that was a special weekend, remember? That was a weekend where... Yes, where we had extra nominations because they done goofed and they just doubled our nominations for a weekend and we had a great time because between us we're both at the the level requirement for ingress and pogo that was a huge amount of nominations we did that weekend and they promised us we'd bring that event back so where's my 160 nominations niantic you promised me a double weekend again 160 nominations. I don't know what I'd do with the 160 nominations. I think I'd probably end up laying in the gutter somewhere, like giggling and like twitching because I've nominated so many well, things. Well, between the two of fire. us, between our two Ingress, our two phones and our Ingresses, that's 56. And then our Pokemon Goes was another seven, uh, 14 each. So that was 74 nominations that we had up our sleeves just for this one town in which Alex had already done some work before on. I so, think we ended up doing using about 70 of those nominations. Yeah. It was impressive, and I looked through my portal keys in Ingress and just wonder, that was a good weekend, you know? So I, I ran the numbers just before this podcast, and there were 36 way spots there before I had Pokemon way spots before we arrived. And, and we that's added, an entire city. That's a city. And we added 79 way spots that will appear in Pokemon Go. And, 79 uh, that have been approved? Yes. Uh-huh. Or 79 that you there in process. That have been approved. That have been approved. Wow. And that- you know, you, I know he's been down there without me again and, you know, finished off a lot of these missing links and, you know, fixed locations of things that were misplaced. Uh, and I know some of them require going through Niantic's form, rest the, in peace the form. But, you know, got these things resolved and got some really good work down there. And we now have friends from our community who'll go down there and be like, oh, Oh, there's lots nice. of things to do down here. I, I, I plan a, a, a nice weekend away with the wife. The kid that rocks <laughs> up one Christmas and opens up Pokemon Go and goes, wow, last year there was 36 things. Alex, I've got a question. I've got a question for you, Alex. This is something that 
I know my answer, but I want to know your answer. When you have a green field like that and you're putting in nominations and you're picking the POIs that you want, do you think of it through the Ingress lens or through the Pogo lens? Are you making are you making uh, way spots that'll make a nice line or a triangle, or are you thinking of the Pokemon Go map? Which map pops into your head when you have a green field like that? Oh, I'm thinking of the Pokemon Go map. I open up IITC. I look at those two cells. I plan. But there are some way spots down there which are Ingress only, Jamal. I'm just saying, yeah. it's not only for Pokemon. <laughs> there is some Ingress only noms that we've made. Just, just for the record, for the record. It did reach a Let point where we ran out. answer the question. We ran out of Pokemon <laughs> submissions, so we I have started to put in Ingress only ones. Because who knows what way or we'll use those for? Pokemon will come out one exactly. day and I'll use it. Exactly. Um, so, Lachlan, you just you just had to get that in there. You just couldn't let him answer the question. I know, I know the answer to the next one, but the listeners won't. So, what okay. do you think was? Let's use the amber as the first example. What do you think was one of the most common things to submit in that area? Gazebos, pretty pretty common. Gazebos. Mm. Yeah, we love a gazebo, even if it's technically a pagola. It's a gazebo in my eyes. But they had a big variety of things there. Yeah, lots of different murals, you know, lots of painted things. It's a beautiful, beautiful coastal town. I, uh, I went down to Yamba. I was actually having a family holiday in Yamba the day Michael Jackson died. And that's where I woke up to find out that he was dead. So there's a personal anecdote uh, back in 2009, that was. Uh, so, yeah, I've got a connection to that town as well. So, and I recall, you know, going to the local Photoshop and just getting photos developed that we were taking while we were down there. It was a really good time. So were there any oddities in Yamba? Because I know of a couple, but are there any oddities you'd like to share of the area before you got there? There are two interesting way spots there, which are original. I started playing Pokemon day one in Yamba, and there are two way spots there which are odd. Um, they're so old now that they do not have photos on them anymore. They are just empty way spots. But they still appear so- in game. Waste spots that don't have photos on them from before 2016 when Pokemon Go released. Have you ever encountered that, Jamal? I have. It's It's been pretty infrequent, but yes, I have. So, again, these were things that Niantic did in the early days to try and get some waste spots and that days, which were ingress portals, in these remote areas or just remove photos that were not valid but didn't keep any existing photos on it. So when you're down there next, are you going to try and find some photos for them? I will. I will. It'll be my right. mission. And you can send Jamal <laughs> gifts with blank photos. Yes, yeah, send me gifts with blank photos. Alex, do you like to write colorful descriptions on your way spots? Where I can find a way to fit it in, I do. I knew I was going to like cow in a suit. Do you make up stories or do you just use real world fact? Uh, I like to mix in a little bit of both. I will put in, you know, a light dad joke to make Jamal proud. Do you want to um, do you want to come on the show like every other week, Alex? You're more than welcome to come on. Just for the dad joke segment. Just for the dad joke segment. So we have some people in our community who, if you've been listening to the show, are a little bit critical 
of some of my nominations because I like to put some humor <laughs> and some color in there. And I may add some facts that may not necessarily be exactly the truth because we don't know. I know one of them was not story. happy about Genji, Niantic Wafer Ambassador, supporting your colorful descriptions. That was yes. an interesting read when I jumped on to have a look at some <laughs> of our feedback we'd received recently. So yes. speaking of your forced dad jokes, Jamal, we have a great one which came from Lady Goobly Meat, which I think is quite relevant to this, if you want to have a look at that now, so we can just do the conversation. I'm happy to play God, Go if you'd like. Go for it. God, you're a cow. Cow. Okay. God, your baby is a calf. Cow. Ask me why I'm tired after giving birth. God. What? what? God. Cow. Ask me why I'm tired after giving birth. God. Why are you tired after giving birth? The cow says, I'm decalfinated. God goes silent. Cow. Someone's laugh toast intolerant. So oh, a double, a double, a That double. was rather fitting because oh, I don't think yeah. Google Meet knew that we were having a cow-themed guest on uh, the show. So that works out full circle quite entertainingly. So Hey Alex. I got a question for you. What is the world's scariest tree? Is it a cow tree following the theme? Bamboo. <laughs> so talking about your super projects, I also know that you come from a regional town in Queensland. So talk about what struggles you had and what the town looked like before you got your hands on being able to submit out there. So unlike Amber, this town Dolby already had uh, an acceptable number of way spots you could play there and it was fine especially around the main street but away from the center of town it was pretty sparsely populated with way spots and that was there was so many things to submit out there particularly around the hospital which i know is a sensitive topic for some people it there were several things to submit there like opening plaques foundation stones gazebos which have been a, a real, it's been a real struggle to get through because so many people just see hospital and go, no, structs emergency services. But these lo are located it, so far away from the emergency entrance that they're not obstructing anyone. They're just yeah. so, helping people who are visiting the hospital. Or, you know, are having to stay in the hospital for an elongated period of time because what you get in Australia in particular is our regional hospitals. They service a really large area, a really large community, and there might be people who have to come to these locations and they just need a little bit of, you know, solace. They need something to do. And if that's just Pikmin are going to have giant mushrooms and flowers for them to grow pretty petals around, I, I don't see why not. I understand that we don't want people crowding in an emergency room or, you know, impeding the ambulance's access to the building. But I've had some issues with even medical centers, you know, areas where there's no emergency services. It's like a people go here to, you know, get a blood test. That's not an emergency service most of the time. It's not an emergency so service. It's, it's well, people you know, who just use these rejections. And this will pivot to uh, a topic I had later on, but uh, I think we'll just bring that one forward. Lazy rejection reasons. So I'm just going to move this one forward from the end of the show. Sorry, Jamal. So go for it. What bogus rejection reasons? What can we tell people listening to try and help tackle and maybe use these rejection reasons more appropriately? So what advice do you have, Jamal? I go back to there are 
two ways to review. You review to approve and you review to reject. And the people that review to reject are the people I feel are most likely to use bogus rejection reasons. And what I, what I, the advice I'd give to those people is slow down, right? I understand you want the agreements. I understand you want the upgrades, but slow down and take a look at what the nominee has put their time and energy into taking the photo and the description and look and see, is this something that truly deserves to be in one of the games? That's, that's my advice. And uh, Alex, what do you want to say to people who like to use, you know, back in the day, you know, the generic business rejection reason for literally everything and other, uh, you know, modern approaches to that? I, I think the generic business, it's good that it's gone because so many businesses are not generic. You've got to think about how many of these businesses are there? What are, what are they there to do? Do they fit with Niantic's themes of being social, exercise? Restaurants were a real good example of this back in the day. You could never get a restaurant through or a bar. But now, it's it's a valid place if it's... We're having a, a bit of luck in the local area getting, you know, local coffee hit points, you know. Uh, chicken restaurants where there's only, you know, one in an area that's, you know, it's a super great place to go get your chicken. Um, you know, not a red rooster or a Kentucky fried chicken, but, you know, small local businesses which probably would never be able to apply or justify to have, you know, that waste spot, but, you know, have been put in featured in magazines as, you know, these are locations you have to visit when you're in town. Even Queensland is our state, and we put out the Queensland 150. These were 150 locations across the state that you should visit. Now, Queensland's a really large state. I would argue, uh, surface area-wise, it's probably the size of the east, the west coast of America sometimes. Not in population size, but, you know, space-wise. 150 spots across that state, that's not many. And I know people have tried to submit some of these locations that are the 150 must-visits and really struggle when... Our tourism bodies are trying to get people to go there. So it can be really frustrating. Uh, and just, you know, slow down when you're reviewing. You don't need to do 40,000 reviews in a minute. Take your time, look at the nomination, and think, should this be a waste spot? And if you're going straight to no, you should be reevaluating why you're doing Wayfarer in the first place. Now, Lachlan, what, 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 would you, what advice would you give to reviewers that are always giving reasons that we would think are bogus i know you said slow down take a look at it but but can you tell them the why that they would do that i think people should actively make an effort of reading through what niantic says is a good way spot you know is it a good place to be social is it a great place to explore or is it a great place to you know exercise with friends at the end of the day if it's one of those three points it's probably fine. Then you'll have people say, well, I don't think an opening plaque for a building is a great place to explore or be social. Well, I would argue by exploring, you're learning. And even if it's just learning, this building is 25 years old and it was opened on this date. And they felt momentous enough to put a plaque up to commemorate this piece of history, which would probably be lost if it wasn't you know, put on a plaque. I think it's really important that sometimes people have to look at, there's clearly a reason why someone has nominated something think about it don't just say does not meet criteria if it's a tree outside someone's house you can even still think about it is this area way spot dense or is it not way spot dense can i have right. a look on that nearby map to potentially find things to suggest if it's in a local community i know like someone in that group could say hey there's a dog park just down the road why don't you go to submit that 
that'd be a much better location than the tree outside your house. And it's just, you know, providing constructive feedback to these people. And if you are in communities, especially in areas with smaller review bubbles, uh, it's really easy to get in touch with the broad community uh, around those nominations. So, Alex, do you have any uh, tips for people who yes. get things you know rejected? What, what's your go-to strategy for dealing with Jamal getting pianoed? I <laughs> love the appeal system that they've brought in. That is a really good way to deal with it. Uh, the other way is just brute forcing it, submitting it over and over again, hoping you'll get lucky. I think those are, as an individual, the way you can affect it the, the most, but we really need to see some more consistent reviewing, I think, across the entire community. You've mentioned on previous episodes that they need a better way to get clarifications out to people. Because right now, the clarifications appear on the forums, but I don't have to go to the forums once I've passed my test. That's it. I never need to look at it again. So they need a way to tell people who wouldn't otherwise see this information. And then we might have less lazy reviewers. Yeah, and even, you know, in their responses, which we covered in last week's episode from the AMAs, about why aren't you sending the responses to people that you said you would if you reject their appeal? Why is it still keeping the original rejection reasons? And their response is, oh, look, we're, we're thinking about it. And I'm like... <laughs> I'm calling BS what? on that again. Again, it's I'm calling like BS on that. One of these things where people... I've had some things rejected from appeal, as I know Alex has as well. And I'm Jamal, I'm still surprised you haven't had any of your appeals process. I've only had one appeal decision. One. But then again, I only did five, so... But still, you know, that's 20% of your appeals. Um, yeah. And if... I don't, I don't know. I just think I've had some con complicated things rejected from appeal in which I think, look, this should be a way spot. And I know, Alex, you've had some, uh, you know, even just trail signs hit by the Niantic appeal system and it's just confusing like we need more context of what we can do to improve because if you don't think it's good enough yet you use near identical photos as examples as your responses on the forum of what's a good trail marker how do we learn how do we improve well Alex you said something interesting and I want you to talk about this a little bit more <clears throat> you said you know you pass your test and you never go back to the waveforms and I think you hit on something. I think a lot of people pass their test, they're submitting, they're reviewing, and they never go back to the waveforms. Let's say we know that Niantic is listening right now, right? What would you want to say to Niantic? How do you get people to go to the forums on a regular basis to see if there's any updates, to see if there's any new guidance? How, how would you do that? That's a tough question. I think... It's hard to get people to go to the forums. I think it's easier to bring the forums to the people. I think they they will get a lot of data from appeals, uh, which they did kind of touch on in the AMAs. And we just want more more appeals to come through. It'll only take 20 exactly. years, but we'll get the data. Eventually, in 20 years when they have the data, they should be able to see what is routinely appealed and approved on appeals. So they will see that, oh, trail markers are often rejected by the community, but we accept them, they are valid. So they should put in either honeypots and see and try and trick people up that way, or you could do it uh, a nice way and just have a pop-up and say, 
we've noticed a lot of uh, on the review screen we've noticed a lot of trail markers being rejected here are examples of trail markers which should be accepted and here's example of trail markers which should be rejected what about this you said the word honeypot we've talked about that as one of the words that like skilled reviewers understand so honeypot is something that niantic has has reviewed and has made a decision on one way or the other and they put it in there to keep people honest what if you hit a honeypot the next time you log in it says go to the forums and review the i don't know review the the criteria of what makes a good waste spot it's, it's kind of like a trip mine or or, or a trap door would, would you be offended if you logged in the very next time and it told you that you needed to go and review it or would you take that as like oh i made a mistake and i need to get cleaned up on this how would you look at that personally i think that would be great i've i've thought about that and it's great, but it means Niantic will have to look through a lot more waste spots because once they burn one honeypot, they probably can't use that again on the same person. So it'll take a little more work from Niantic, but it will be great to help people learn how the criteria changes over time. Well, even if just, you know, they, they already have a flag where we can see if one of our nominations is in voting Niantic, if a version of that nomination goes back out, you know, and they've already said yes or no to it, and it's their way of checking it. We can still get our approval, and obviously, as the submitter, we shouldn't see our own nomination again. And most people don't check Intel Map every time they nominate something to see, is this on Intel? Is this a waste spot already? Um, I, I think it's something they could do easily, and I say easily loosely. I'm not a computer programmer. I'm not a server designer. <laughs> I'm an arts major who's focused on music. Um, so I'm not the one to say this is easy or this is hard, but I, I could see a very easy way. They have a list of nominations they've already personally looked at, which is substantially greater than what they used to look at. And I think this could really provide them the resources they need to create these traps, create these stunfisks. I think another piece of information which they have started collecting, which they should really be able to use once in 20 years' time, once they get enough way spots, they the location category tag. If I, I nominate something, mm. I tag it as a bikeway marker and they see, and they go through their appeals and they go, geez, a lot of these things that are tagged bikeway markers are getting rejected. They shouldn't be rejected. So they can use the tags then on future nominations to say, oh, this probably should be accepted. Niantic might look at it before an appeal. In fact, one of those 1% they look at personally and then put it through as a honeypot. In a perfect world, what I would love is, let's say Lachlan nominates something and it gets rejected. Lachlan goes through the appeals process and Niantic approves it. I would love if they had some way to track everyone who gave it a one star could get notified, you gave this a one star, we overturned it, and here's why. I think now you're really talking about some learnings. Now, I know that would be very cumbersome, right? That would take They'd have to hire 100,000 people. I don't know. But but think about that, guys. I reject something. It gets approved. I get a message why it was approved. So now I know what I'm reviewing, what to look for. But that would require Niantic taking a stand on one side or the other. And like I said on the last episode that you guys are have heard last week, I don't know that they want to take a stand for a lot of different reasons. But in a perfect world, if you're listening, Tintino... 
anyone else at Niantic, if you're listening, Didi. that would be the dream scenario. Didi, that would be the dream scenario for reviewers and and submitters. Don't know Bobcat. Don't know Bobcat. Don't know Bobcat. Don't know DC. Bobcat. DC. Ah, uh, DC, not Didi. Right. I I know how DC. letters work. Yes. Detective. That would be the dream scenario. So just to sort of go back to us talking about regional things, and then we had our tangent on rejection reasons. What do you think Niantic could do to assist people when they do travel to these remote communities and try and you know, help spotlight those communities? What would you like Niantic to do for these regional parts as you come from the regions and now live in the cities? What do you think they could do to help you know, people in... Do you think there should be a prompt? Hey, there's not many Pokestops around. Maybe you should have a look for something to nominate. Is that something they should prompt and then direct people to the Wayfarer system? How would you like to see them um, re-engage people as they travel to less populated zones? Well, they could do, it would be a big effort from Niantic, but they could do something like they did in India, say, where they added a bunch of churches, but they didn't have much more information, so they need people to add to it. Instead of just adding them everywhere in Australia, say, they could have it in their system, and if you're playing Pokemon or Ingress and you get a little pop-up that says, hey, there is a potential way spot nearby that we've tagged. Do you want to go check it out, submit it, if you also think that this should be a way spot? So they've already got creepy with their push notifications, especially from Pikmin. You know, it's looking great today. I'm like, yep, no, I'm out in the sun. Yes, it's raining. I know it's raining. You don't need to tell me it's raining, Pikmin. Um, and even, you know, with the community day last weekend as we traveled past the activated zone in brisbane uh we got a push notification to say hey stuff's happening at this location and we're like oh so that was you know targeted location notifications i'm sure they could run a cross check x amount of waste spots in an area versus x amount of tagged you know locations on google maps and just sort of run a an algorithmic check to see oh maybe we should flag have you considered checking out this location or this location um, or if they get that data from OSM or wherever they get that data from, I think it could Can I piggyback on. on that, Lachlan? Yes, Jamal. I, I like to piggyback. Now, this would require them acknowledging S2 cells, but imagine if you went into an S17, or I'm sorry, an S14, where there was nothing in the entire S14, right? Or if you went into an area where there was six or seven consecutive S17s where there was nothing and... A, and and a pop-up would pop up in either game and say, looks like you're in a barren area, trainer, agent, Pikmin Bloomer. Explore around and see if you can find a point of interest. That would be super creepy, but I would love it. Think about how cool that would be. The mapper in me would be like, ooh, let me pull up IITC. And it's I'm in a, a good reminder for you know, lapsed people who tried it once or twice who could think, oh, yeah, look, I've got five minutes. Right. And this will improve it next time I'm in the area or the next time someone like me comes by. Like even just talking about uh, that regional town, we've got a trainer in our community who for some reason seems to go there a lot. And we just, for like a week at a time in a year, we'll just start getting gifts and raids from it. I'm like, that's very interesting. And then Alex is just like, I submitted that, I submitted that gift, I submitted that gift. And it's um, always entertaining to see. So I think there are things that they could do to motivate you know, city dwellers who do go visit these regional parts of the world. And may, I, I think it would be good if there was, you know, a pool of X amount of names off Google of like, try exploring this park because this park might not have any locations. Is there something you can submit there? I think there are things they could do. Uh, it would take a lot of work and the Wayfarer team is quite small. But I think, you know, Niantic's whole focus at the moment is how do we get more people out there exploring? 
and if they're keeping people in their homes and not giving them reasons to go out or maybe if it's nominated in a more regional part and you get it approved maybe you get some agreement points or other systems that they can use to reinforce people wanting to go explore because if i went to say a regional part of australia that had no way spots i submitted used all 80 of my nominations and for every one of those i got approved i got like an extra upgrade or like an extra um you know agreement swag agreement or just swag rewards i know you, but they never send swag to australia jamal it's like the pokemon <sighs> company shop i can't buy stuff from it because australia is too expensive we just set up shop down here it's a lot cheaper than you'd think especially if you're I, i'm really stuff. i'm i'm really starting to get offended for you guys now that i realize how little you guys get in australia like i'm gonna like I'm going to do something like that's not right. Like there's the good trainers, good agents in Australia and nothing ever comes there. I, I, I'm really upset we about that. Well, we have had ingress anomalies. We've had ingress events. The van has come to Australia. I'm just saying the ingress community has had some real world show ups. Um, and there's actually one of them. We need, we need Pokemon Go to come to Australia. We, well, I can, I can say, I can say, I have friends, not friend with an S. I have friends in Australia that deserve it. Uh, so you've got Fish, Cow in a Suit, Woodwose Wolf, Jason, Jason, Lachlan. No, Lachlan Power's a weird <laughs> Fortnite YouTuber these days, isn't he? Pretty sure his dad's a mayor of a city in the country as well. It's just things, <laughs> things happened. Um, but yeah, look, there's there's potential for this, and like I know the Wayfarer tweeted out. We should do a, I can't even remember the damn term of it, you know, those giveaways, um, sweepstakes. And the people are like, what's a yes. sweepstake? Because sweepstakes are a very American term for a giveaway. So <laughs> it, it, it just reminds you that, ah, yes, they're an American company when they say sweepstakes. Right. Does that offend you guys, though? I mean, because I, I, I live in North Carolina. I'm firmly in the United States. And now that I'm talking to more people across the world, I start to hear the kind of American bias in a lot of things. And I'm like, if everything was like tailored to like the UK, over, after a while, that would get really old to me. And I'd be like, God, I'm kind of offended. And then I think I'm an American. Everything that goes on is tailored towards America. How does the rest of the world feel? So, you know, I'm trying to break out of that bias myself. Alex, does that offend you that everything is like geared toward America in these games? doesn't offend me that much and pokemon's actually really good the thing that grinds my gears normally is feet yards miles what are they i have to pull out <laughs> my phone convert some units but pokemon and ingress are very lovely sticky with the metric system americanizing um inches miles foots jamal how do you feel about you know the the imperial system not being used in the games i remember learning the metric system in grammar school and not really understanding it because there's no practical application, you know, and, and, and knowing that we are the only country in the world that uses inches, feet and miles in yards, yards. Is that another one for you, Alex? Like American football, yeah. 10 yards for a first down. So 10 yards is 30 feet and 30 feet is how many meters? What would that be, Lachlan? Uh, 30 feet. 30 feet? Five Lachlans. Five Lachlans, yeah. Just under five. five. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, Lachlan is an is a is a. We're just making the waste spotters unit. unit of measurements. So a Jamal yes, is an F two cell, and a, and yes. a Lachlan is um, <laughs> two meters. So two America meters. is not the only country that uses the imperial system. Just before we get fact checked, Myanmar still uses it. Myanmar isn't that Burma? It is Myanmar. Okay, they used to be Burma. Rebranded. Okay, all right. They're um, and and right. Liberia. You can't forget Myanmar oh, and Liberia, because okay. that's you know never, we can't forget sixty million people on this planet. No, can't I've never been them. to either one. I've never been to either one, but I I I don't mind the metric system. I mean, anywhere I go to travel. I need to know the metric system. So it makes sense that I know it. So when I go to when I go to Mexico in a couple of weeks, everything's going to be in the it's going to say 20 meters to the next thing and I'm like, "Okay, or 2 kilometers to the next thing." So I'm like, "Let me get to know this because once I step out of the borders of America, I need to know the metric system." Then you've got countries that use miles per hour as a speed limit still even though it should be kilometers per hour, but they just okay. never adjusted their speed uh, systems. Yeah. It's just you gotta, you gotta, you gotta move completely. You can't half-ass it. I think if America ever did it, it would have to be a. Everything has to have like a starting thing. It would just be the weight on food products would have to be in both grams and imperial right. units, and I think that would be a great place to start just conditioning a generation. So yes, I do. Well, if you're an American, if you're an American drug dealer, you know the metric system very well because everything is weighed in grams. But I digress. So I think it's time for just a brief break, Jamal. Uh, and then we've got sure. one more topic to talk about before we get to everyone's favorite categories of the week. Wayspot, Cole, yes. and Appeal of the Week. Ooh. All right. You want to take us into break, Lachlan? All right, guys. We'll be back just shortly. Holds tight. And if you need to jump forward 15 seconds, don't. It's easier just to let it play out. Hi, all. G'day from Down Under. This is Cow in a Suit, and you're listening to the Wayspotters Podcast. Welcome back, friends. So we've got one more topic to talk about before we talk about nomination, Cole, and the new segment, Appeal of the Week. But we want to ask you, Alex, what do you want to see from Wayfarer going forward? What incentives do you, would you like to see Niantic apply? They've, they've teased some in their AMA. And what rewards would you like to see? Physical, digital, whatever. So the floor is yours. So there's, there's two ways you can either encourage people to submit or encourage people to review hard to encourage people to do the same to do both with the same reward so to encourage people to review what i would love to see is as you accrue agreements instead of that being converted to an upgrade straight away you get a token and you can use this token to get an upgrade or get an appeal because I know I have a lot of nominations which I want to appeal, and if I do at, at one a month, it will take a long time. Now, I understand Niantic might get a bat clog, so maybe two tokens per appeal or something like that, but that would really get me in there reviewing, and I'm sure other people would really get in there reviewing to get appeals. Look, we already have friends like Heracross Boss who at any day of the week has probably 20 upgrades just pending, and that's the sort of reviewer who would love to have more incentive to get in the system because currently they've run out of things to nominate. 
if they had the ability to go through their backlog of when they went on that holiday and just say, right, I can appeal this now. Or, you know, as they tease, potentially swag in game or swag in real life or even just discounts. If they gave free shipping for the Niantic store as a coupon, I'd be down. <laughs> Especially if it was international shipping. I would definitely buy a toast pillow. I think there are things that they can do to motivate the community to participate more and sort of do it as a reward system. So you get, as Alex said, I think these tokens are a great concept instead of it just being upgrades. Because we, we love an upgrade, but currently I'm looking at my list of nominations and outside of things that have been stuck in queue hell for forever, I've got nothing I want to upgrade. I'm happy for it just to go through the system naturally so I don't have that motivation to review. Because I actually feel with some of these things in my, uh, you know, my recents, I'm like, no, I think the rest of Australia probably wouldn't see this as a Brisbane player would. You know, it's these are parks where if you actually know the community, you know the area, you know the links I'm providing are legitimate, it's just not made up stuff, or take our Habitat Brisbane groups. I've always struggled to get those through on an appeal, but a Brisbane logo, logo will just go like, right, this is a great community meeting place, let's send this one through. I think it's, you know, there's these things that we'd love to see, and I would love to see them do stuff like that, and I think it's a really good idea. So what about in-game rewards? What well, would you like? quickly, while we're on that token idea, to me that would really help with the reviewing of the lazy reviewers because if they can't necessarily fix the lazy reviewers, then we need appeals. And I know it's a real stickler for me, bikeway markers, they're impossible to get through, but as Nanti put out on their, I think it's December 2020 AMA, they've said these are 100% fine, please submit them. But no one ever, no one ever accepts them, and I would love to see some of those get through on appeal, and maybe just having one go through on appeal might set a precedent. So when you're reviewing, you'll see it on the nearby, and you'll accept it. But that's just a tangent from me. My little rant on bikeway markers. Please accept them. Alex, let me ask you this: in your community, when you get something approved on appeal, do you tweet it out? Do you put it on your local Facebook or Discord or Telegram group to let people know it was approved on appeal? I feel like we need to evangelize the appeal successes more so people know about them. I've only had one come through, but I, I don't know. If, Lachlan and I have kind of talked about this a little bit. The best way to do that, Lachlan, have you, do you have thoughts on that? Or Alex, do you have thoughts on that? Oh, I know it's broadcasting appeals. Alex to say, hey, appeal, neat. <laughs> It goes back to what you said earlier in the show, Jamal. If there was a little pop-up that said, hey, you one-starred this, we disagree, it was appealed, it was accepted, you should have given it five, four stars, whatever. And then I would be able to learn from it. I wouldn't even need to have people in my community tell me because my auntie could straight up be telling me, you made a mistake, right. here's how you can improve. And I'm actually just doing some reviews while we uh, chat and I came across a trail marker and they've seemed to have had some success on there nearby. So I'm very, very happy to see it. And Jamal, it's in metric units. It's just a big sign that says 200 meters. No other details, no other context. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> this park's got the 700 and the 500 and the 600 approved. I'm going to give this one full five stars. I, I'm, I'm going to give five Love stars. It. That's nice. Alex, what has been your biggest success in Wayfarer? Oh, I think it's got to go back to Yamba that we were talking about earlier. Just the fact that I could bring the entire community up there and just have so many Wayspots appear. And now it is a very rich area to, 
to play the game, whereas before it was like, oh, how far to the next poker stop? You know what, Lachlan? He's a pro. He just gave us a perfect segue. You want to pick that up? Yeah, let's talk about Yamber. I want to hear more about this. All right. So speaking of people who went to Yamber, one of our friends went down and found something that Alex didn't, and it is called Yamber Time. It is a clock in Yamba. And you might be thinking, it's just a clock. What is exciting about a clock? So I'm going to read their nomination, and then we're going to describe the clock. So Yamba Time. It's a historic clock, and it's a reminder to all that we should just relax and unwind from time to time. And Jamal loves a little pun in there. It's simple I do. as that. And we have a photo of it, and it is a beautiful clock with really artistic design. And instead of numbers, it says Yamba Time. And it actually has on the clock itself, relax and unwind. And I know for a fact that this is a Pokemon Go gym now, so more people will experience this. And this nomination is the only nomination that this person has ever submitted, and it's approved. So one from one. You know, we love to have our one from oneers. I know Adam was a one for oneer and has a higher approval rate than the pair of us. <laughs> That's right. So, Alex, having been to Yamba, what's your thoughts on Yamba time? Oh, I think it is a great nomination. It definitely should be. Because, it's, as you said, it's not just a clock. In fact, it's designed to look like boat sails. And since it's a coastal town, it fits in perfectly. Artisanal stuff. And it's a great little city. And we've had lots of people from our local community who will, you know, take the, the trek down and uh, enjoy their trip down there. And I very much appreciate it when you go down there for your annual holiday because uh, you get to trade me Candy XL, which is always appreciated. And I uh, get really random hundos that you just wanted the, the triangles for to use a term from one of our own community members. So Jamal Yamba time. Is that the sort of thing you would nominate? 100% I would nominate that. And I would have a very colorful... Uh, description that would go along with it. I'm very happy to see this, and I'm glad that you guys are doing that. And well, it wasn't like Alex said, bringing a that was just a member of our community who went down for a holiday after we improved the community so much. You know, I, I love it. I mean, I think that's I, that's what Niantic wants is the community to come together and have something that everybody can celebrate. I love it, and it's just such a great spot. And Alex was saying he's put a a better photo on it because at the time it was a bit of an overcast day when it was nominated. And uh, yeah, it's a great piece of just art, yeah, infrastructure, photo, and just the, community. The photo spirit. looks great. Mm. So, Alex, yeah, photo I'm going to let you talk about our appeal of the, the week. This is a new segment we're starting. So, if you do have something successfully appealed, let us know, show us what the nomination was, and maybe we can better educate reviewers. So, what was this appeal? What was it originally rejected for? And just talk through the rooster. So this way spot is called a well-dressed rooster. It is in Toowoomba, which is just over 100 kilometers from where I am now, conveniently for trading. It is a yellow rooster that is dressed in some, we'll call it uh, KFC-inspired clothes, I guess. Looks a bit like the Colonel crossed with the rooster. (laughs) And it's a fast food chain. I use that term loosely. There are three stores of this chain all in that one city and it is a great place to be social with your friends in fact it was voted voted the best chips in queensland so you know you got a reason to go there and jamal you would you would appreciate this this description 
you ever needed to wake someone up in the morning and trade some stocks during the day? You dress up as a fancy rooster. And now, as Lachlan said, this is an appeal. I love it. I, I love it. I love that. I mean, I love everything about that. I love the attitude on the rooster. He's kind of got his, his arms or his, his wings back, and he's got his chest sticking out. When 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 Lachlan tweets this out on social, I think people will get a real good kick out of that. I love and it. And when you and do I love come to visit Jamal um, next year, um, we're heading up to Toowoomba. It is a beautiful city. And I think, you know, if we get the whole lured up family down here, or if we do get a safari zone in Brisbane, there is a trip to Toowoomba on the cards. There is a trip up to Harvey Bay on the cards. There is a trip to the pole farms on the cards. Uh, you guys are going to spend a great week and we're going to just hire a minivan and we're going to have such a great time exploring different parts of our community. Alex, I want to pet a kangaroo. I know that is so American and I know it's probably really offensive, but I want to pet a kangaroo. Is that okay? Is yeah, that allowed? That's fine. If you get really lucky, you can find some wild ones at like campsites which are tame enough and they will come up to you and be holding some grass. If you're really lucky, Trainer, you might find a wild kangaroo and it might be shiny. Kangaskhan. Well, you could be a mega Kangaskhan. Um, I, I, I don't know. I have a feeling that might be coming sooner rather than later uh, based on things I've seen on Twitter. But, um, you know, Corumban Wildlife Sanctuary has an entire section where you can just go into a petting zoo with kangaroos and you just pay like five bucks and get a bundle of food to feed the kangaroo at all. If you're feeding it, it's more than happy for you to pat it as well. And uh, I'm sure we can do something similar <laughs> up at Australia Zoo on the way back from Noosa. Or, you know. So, Alex, did you, did you see how he just slipped that in that I was coming next year? Did you see how he just slipped that in? Yeah, and from what I've we're heard, putting, it's on the company card, yeah. We're going to put that on the Wastebotters credit card. Me and the family, we are coming to Australia next year. Full we're going to put it on the Wastebotters credit card. It does not and... go towards the, pay, the Wastebotters credit card. Full disclaimer. Disclaimer. Full, yeah, we're, full not, disclaimer. we're not fundraising me to go to America. <laughs> <laughs> but um although although my kids I, I have a nine-year-old and a 12-year-old they want to do a lemonade stand so that mr lachlan can come to go fest they've been talking about this for have a you while, told them so. it's uh two thousand australian dollars for the return trip no i have not <laughs> but uh <laughs> yeah i have not we'll, we'll we'll work on that so we'll see how much lemonade they sell um, now, I, right, I want well, to circle back to the fact that it was the appeal of the week. I haven't mentioned it what it was originally so why rejected why was it rejected? For. It was originally rejected for the generic other rejection criteria, which has kind of replaced the generic business these days. Other rejection criteria. Well, you know why it wasn't you know, used originally for its intended value? Because people would have had to put some text in the box before they hit submit. But when they got rid of generic business, they allowed other rejection criteria to be text-free rejections. So people just migrated their lovely one-starring to a different segment. But it also came with a second rejection criteria. Fake nomination. <gasps> which fake? Mm. But this is now when just on Street View. When you read the rejection reason for that, it says things which are clearly not at that location. And I pulled up Street View and I could very clearly see this. So clearly not fake. People just don't like chickens, hey? No, must be vegans. You know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of uh, a lady named Karen that pressed Control-Alt-Delete. You know why she did that? Why, Jamal? 
She wanted to see the task manager. All right. So, oh, we're nearly under an hour today, Jamal. We're having a nice, quick, quick, sharp show. So I think it's time you know, to talk. About you know what I love? Hold on. Before we go to call of the week, you know what I love? Alex loves my jokes, but he's trying not to laugh. He actually wants to laugh out loud, and he's trying really hard not to. It's a good thing this is a video podcast. Oh, uh, look, episode 15, just a reminder, patrons can come on. It will be all of you in a Zoom call with us. We'll be talking about, or a Zen call, or however we decide to do it. And you're gonna, if you want to come along, we're recording Easter Saturday American at nighttime and Easter Sunday Australian. Sorry, Europeans. <laughs> it will probably be the middle of the night for you, but you can still come along. It's a public holiday. You're probably not doing too much. Uh, but if you are coming or planning on coming, make sure you bring your own coal, your own nomination, your own personal nomination, and a waste spot you really like that you didn't nominate. And that's what we're going to be talking about on that show and some other really that's exciting gonna things. That's going to be... Yeah. Um, so that's, tonight, that's two weeks away, you know, for people listening. Two to weeks this. away. Oh yeah. no, a week. We're recording this a week after this drops. That's crazy. Yeah. Let's not remind It'll be a week away. You know, and, and Lachlan, I'm going to finally remember that documentary I told you I was going to watch. I'm going to get around to watching it tonight. It, it's a documentary on clocks. And I'm going to watch it tonight because it's about time. Okay. Okay. So, speaking yeah, of a great way to cook chicken. Uh, coal on a fire pit. Um, as I mentioned the other week, there was a, there's a great photo of the, the leader of Australia, and I might not be able to say it for much longer, holding a lump of coal in Parliament. It was not quite a nomination, but I think, you know, let's talk about coal. So, roll coal the intro. Of the, you... Jamal, you can sing it this time. Off you go. Coal of the... No, I'm, I'm just going to play the intro from last time. You nailed it, so we're good. Call of the week, 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 call of the week. Definitely just a Doctor Who ripoff. Call of the week this week comes again from our patron Discord. Wait, no, it doesn't. That's a lie. It comes from our Twitter communities. So this one was sent in on our Coal of the Week thread. So thank you so much. Makes it super easy when it's on Twitter because I can. it's a lot easier to grab the photo from. And Jamal, Jamal, what are we looking at here? So what we are looking at here is, the name of it is, Truck in a yard, and I was going to say that with the Texas accent, but I'm not going to. Truck in a yard. What we're looking at, <laughs> what we're looking at is, you guessed it, a truck in the yard. It's literally a dump truck, and it's sitting in the yard. And the title and description read "Truck in the Yard," and the description is "Truck in the Yard." And in the supplemental photo, it's the same truck in the yard, and it says this is important because it's a you guessed it. A truck in truck the yard. In the yard. So I forgot to mention this comes from the first Hamtaro. So thank you so much, first Hamtaro. And he is the host of the As the Pokeball Turns podcast. So if you haven't checked that out, definitely do. Uh, the first Hamtaro has been a great contributor for us over on Twitter. And I definitely recommend checking them out. So check them out. Give them a follow. Give them a like. And um, 
Yeah. Alex, Friend of the show. Alex, what's your thoughts of truck in the yard? What, 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 why would you submit the truck in your yard? What, what comes to mind from Texas? Well, it, it appears to be a concrete truck, so I don't know. Do they really like concrete down there in Texas? Is it that important? I think Tex- that it deserves to be Texans a love their infrastructure projects. Build another superhighway. Everything is bigger in Texas. That's actually true. Well, Justin's dogs are huge. They're so fluffy. That's what I'm saying. Everything is bigger in Texas. And is it currently in the photo? Is it actively pouring out concrete? This is just, you know, they've got this it truck in action. You know, it's not yeah. just a general truck in the yard. It is the truck in the yard. But as a reminder, this is, these are not things to submit. I shouldn't have to say it. What rejection reason would you use? I would use private residence for this one. That's what I would say. I would use private residence also. Which is annoying. Or we could use temporary. Or you could use you temporary. Can move it. You can move it. Well, I hope it's not a permanent truck in the yard. That would be mighty inconvenient. Isn't that and also you know a default rejection reason? Uh, license plate. You can't really see the license plate. But I think with this, you could probably pick any one of those reasons. But Lachlan, uh, Jamal, I think this, there's, there's a face in this photo and the orientation is wrong. Yes. Yeah. Just exactly, just like the piano. But this this nomination is just north of Casa de Cubone and Just Will. Just Will. It, it, it's 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 like literally in between Dallas and Fort Worth, Texas, and north. It's 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 Little Elm, Texas. So when I say that, they'll know where it is. So they they might even be able to go over there and knock on the person's door and say, "Hey, you put your darn address on <laughs> on, on, the Wayf- on Wayfarer on the internet." Now everybody knows that your neighbor's pouring concrete. Two years later, whenever you said it went into accent, voting, but I did. So exactly, we don't have much coal from the European region. So if you are our European listeners, please send us through some more of coal that you discover. We'd love to see what's been going on. Now, I think that's a show, Jamal. I think we did it. I think that's a show. Two shows, Alex. How do you feel? Two days. Oh, two shows in like twenty hours. Not to mention first Saturday. Alex, I want to thank you for joining us, man. This was awesome. You guys, Cow in a Suit. If you are friends with Cow in a Suit on Pokemon Go and you live in the States, you will always get raids early. Every well, single time. And I love I'd, it. I'd like to say that um, Ken removed Cow in a Suit from his friends list. Just. <gasps> yeah. Uh, so if, you, if you're listening yeah. to this, Ken, just, just Alex, I think has some words for you. We were both too far down on each other's friends lists. It just didn't work out. Oh. But what about Adam? Do you still have Adam on your friends list? In fact, Adam is one away from Ultra. So, and what about Grandma Tuttle? Oh, she's getting closer to best friend. Just saying, you know, we've got the rest of the family, Ken. You're, yeah, you're, you're skipping yeah. out on this, mate. Last question for you, Alex. Are you going to try to come to GoFest? I will love to do the worldwide one. <laughs> okay. And I'm sure I will be walking with you for all of the uh, worldwide one. Now, I'm sure Jamal... Well, let me ask you this. Well, hold, Jamal, hold, hold on. Jamal, 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 sorry, I've, I got, said, I've got one last I just, thing. Do you have any more jokes that might amuse him? Ooh, I was going to let the jokes go. I just wanted to know, would it be easier for the two of you to get to Japan 
Or would it be easier to get to Seattle? They cost about That's the same. I, I was looking at the flights for those weekends, and it's about the same. We really okay. need something in Australia. Okay. Maybe Singapore. Maybe Brisbane. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't know. Convenient. Um, but Alex, I, I do have a question for you. And um, I, it's, it's a very important question. How do you avoid a cow who's been acting rashly? You move out of the way. What do you think, Jamal? I don't know. She takes a stock of the situation first. Why couldn't oh, the cow learn, oh. Jamal? Why couldn't the cow learn? Everything went in one ear and out the other. Oh. All right. I've, I've got more. I have been planning this for 13 weeks. <laughs> I was going to say, you you sound like you were ready for What's it. a cow's well, best subject in school, Jamal? Uh, let me think about this. A cow's best subject in school. I don't know. It's calculus. Calculus. Wow. And I think one more, one more. Okay. Why don't most cows lie? Why? Because they can smell bull. Alex, are you a good dancer? Oh, I don't think so, Jamal. Because I heard cows have all the best moves. That is true, though. That is true. Well, they do like to roll out on people. <laughs> Whitney, I'm sure, has scarred a lot of people. A lot of kids have been scarred by Whitney's mill tank. Uh, and Jamal has no clue what that reference is outside of that everyone keeps bringing it up repeatedly when Miltank's featured. But I think that's the show. And I want to say a huge thanks for Alex for coming on. We originally had him penciled in for episode 16, but our changing schedules around episode 12 last week, um, you know, meant that we needed a quick substitute fill-in for when we were recording today. So thank you for being flexible. And a reminder, follow us on Twitter at Wayspotters. Follow us on the Wayfarer social group community forum on Twitter. Really important to do that. Follow Jamal at Jamal Harvey. Follow me at Lachlan Ed Fi. Follow the Pokemon Professor Network. Join the Pokemon Professor Network. It's as little as a dollar a month. You can save on an annual plan. Alex, are you going to join? Are you going to become a patron? Ooh, maybe I will. You might. Okay, good. And then you can join us again for episode 15, assuming you're not in Yamba. Is Yamba coming up again? It is two weeks after Easter. Right. I'll get to so, enjoy my work. See, that's why you book holidays where you build waste spots, Jamal. We just need to get, you know, uh, Heracross bosses, uh, you know, porn approved. Um, and then yes. we can yes, all go get do. lunch there. And if yes, you want to leave do. us a voicemail, go to our anchor FM slash waste spotters and you can leave one region free on your phone for us to enjoy. And if you ever have questions, anything you'd like to see us talk about on the show, please reach out. Our DMs are open. Jamal or I are normally awake. You can tell when Jamal has the keys to the social media, and I'm sorry in advance. Anyway, guys, all the best. Thank you guys for joining us. We will catch you next week for episode 14, where we have a special guest from the UK. It's going to be great. Ooh. Have a great, hope you had a great Mudkip day today for the Southern Hemisphere and for the Northern Hemisphere. This is releasing before your community today. Have fun. It's a good one. Bye. 
and may all your deli birds be shiny. And thank you for listening to Waste Spotters. <laughs> <laughs>